Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. Hello. Can you hear me, Ginger? No. For those of you that are out there and listening or hoping to listen to a um, ginger on fact, uh, I mean, a pinch of ginger. We are trying to get everything uh, worked out at this moment, so please bear with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a commercial break at this time while we try to uh, work things out here without switchboard and your host. Uh, Ginger, we'll be right back. This is Bobby Keys, and when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer.
show is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Now let's get back to the show. I keep trying to tell people we won't have no technical difficulties in heaven. I can hear you now, Ginger. That's just so strange. I didn't do a thing. <laughs> oh wow. I didn't I did nothing. That's strange. Okay. Can you still hear me? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. You can go on with your show now. Oh, my goodness. I keep telling folks we're not going to have no technical difficulties in heaven. Amen. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. So I'm on now? Yes, you are on now. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I keep trying to tell you all about these wonderful folk we got working in the background. They just are. They just they just get it done. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you, Pat. But look, this is this is yours truly, Ginger on Facts, as she said, uh, a pinch of Ginger radio talk show. And uh, you know, we we don't let stuff stop us. We just keep moving till we get it till we get it right. And I just want to welcome all of you that are listening this evening. I want to thank you all. I want to thank. Those of you that came out this weekend to events to support and your kind words about the broadcast and, and you know we just we we like hearing this um, we just like hearing this at the, for for the radio talk show. Let me get myself together here because I've been trying to figure out what was going on with the technical stuff, so my mind's a little scattered right now. But I'm gonna pull it in. I'm gonna pull it in. But look, I, I just want to tell you that first of all, I want to thank PAB Magazine for Fifty Plus, the Second Half Magazine for all that they do for Pinch of Ginger Radio Talk Show and for all of the other producers. Um, it's just a blessing to have them in our corner to to uh, help us, to one, afford us the opportunity to be able to do this and, and just to sponsor us to do this and just all the wonderful things that they put in place to make this a, a successful endeavor. And, and just thanking them for uh, allowing us to be able to reach out to people and prayerfully say something, do something to encourage you, to position you, to, to to enhance your life. And so we just really want to say thank you. But, you know, I, I, again, I want to thank you, those of you that came out this weekend to engagements. We had a whirlwind weekend. We started out on Saturday morning with um, Eagles of Fire, and they were on fire in that place. And and the speakers, oh, my God, I'm still reeling from some of the stuff that I heard this, this weekend at that conference. And I was just so blessed of God to be able to minister in song there. And, and you know, I just thank Blossom, uh, Apostle Blossom uh, Brackman for affording me that opportunity. And, and um, Eagles of Fire is a Ginger Unsax affiliate, and, and God is just um, positioning us to do some wonderful things together. And I, I'm just really very thankful. And and then we, we uh, Dr. Martin and I, went to support uh, Teron Stickman, drummer Stickman, Whitehead, in his 50th anniversary. He's been playing drums for 50 years. Now, I just want to say 50 years is a long time to do one thing. Some folk can't be focused enough to do something for for 50 days. And he's been playing drums and successfully playing drums for 50 years. And 
So we just uh, uh, put together, he put together an orchestra, and Dr. Martin and I played in the orchestra. And can somebody say horn sections rock? Horn sections rock. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and it was just good to see so many people in the house. And just just good to hear you all come up to us and just talk about, um, you know, quoting stuff from the from our broadcast and and then just thank you because that just lets us know that 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 it's at least working that we're reaching somebody and um and then uh that was saturday sunday i, I was over at emmanuel pastor donnell smith his 27th pastoral um anniversary Ooh, lord jesus he's been up on the wall for 27 years and and you know it, it's not easy to be a pastor. It's not easy to be. It's not easy to shepherd people. It's I don't know how hard it is to shepherd sheep, real sheep, but it is not easy to shepherd people. But at, at any rate, he's been doing it, and um, and you know people just love him. Him and his wonderful wife, um, Evangelist Betty Smith, and they're like family to us, to Dr. Martin and us. And we just had a a wonderful time there. And so we're just excited. We're excited about the things that God is doing and the doors that He's opening and. And, you know, I appreciate open doors because I know that each time another door opens, it gives me the opportunity to reach a whole different set of people and be able to minister to and prayerfully, you know, bring God's people closer to him if they're already in relationship and, and just to bring some people in relationship with him that, that aren't in relationship. And so we're just really very thankful. we got a whirlwind October coming up. Um i got to watch the clock a little bit here now. I remember I didn't start at 7. But we have a whirlwind October coming up, and I'm going to be I'm, – I'm already posting things for October on, on our social media events. So I just kind of want you all to go out there and, and check them out. And please feel free to just come out and support and just, just prayerfully get blessed in the process. And, and that's just really what it's all about. We just want to be a blessing. And so we just thank God again for each of you who have – um, who came out this week, and I can't say that enough because you really didn't have to come out, and so um, we just really appreciate that. And 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 right now we're gonna just stop real quick and do a commercial break, and then we're gonna come back. This is Bobby Keys, and when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called Fifty Plus, the Second Half Magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just the name of you. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www50 com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. This show is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Now let's get back to the show. Now, one of the things I do want to share with you as it relates to the calendar and dates, I'm going to ask you to mark your calendars for October the 28th um, at 3 o'clock. Uh, we're going to be in full concert, Dr. Martin and I, and Dr. Martin, um, uh, Jana Freeman, and uh, Tyrone Snowden, Tyrone Snowden and myself 
are going to be in full concert. Our uh, MC is Pastor Mary Anderson. If you've never heard her speak or preach, oh my goodness, you just you just you just got to be there to hear her. She is the only worship leader. Okay, you will you will know that you worship when you by the time that she gets through. And so, uh, again, that's being sponsored by Eagles of Fire, um, Apostle Blackman, Blossom Brackman, and it's going to be in Columbia, Maryland. I will post. I've been posting uh, that as well. Um, on all of the social media pages, but please mark that on your calendar and please do come out and um, and share with us and, and uh, enjoy the concert. And, and so I, I, I'm putting it up again this evening so that you can uh, go on this evening and, and, and see it. So, you know, I started a new segment on the show that's called That's the Way I See It. And so it's just a real little quick something that I do just to kind of you know, just to kind of get you to thinking about some things. You know, I often say that, um, and people look at me like kind of funny when I say this, but, you know, we have a tendency to, um, I'm a stickler about family. And I have to remember that everybody's family is not close. And my family is a very close-knit family. Um, and, and, and you know, the, the arguing among sisters and brothers and, uh, we butt heads every now and then, but it's like we might butt heads about something, and five minutes later, you know, we say what we got to say, and five minutes later, we're cool. We just keep it moving. Well, everybody's not like that. Everybody's dynamic is different, and I get that. But but here's my thing. We, we have a tendency, um, a lot of us have a tendency to help people out in, out in the street, especially as it relates to ministry. We We, we have a tendency to those that are helpers that have the, the ministry of helps, we have a tendency to go help everybody else, but we don't help our families. And and I know what you're saying. Some family members you just can't help. They just I I get it. I get it. I get it. But here's here's the way I see it. If you're helping the people out in the street more than you're helping the people in your house, something's out of order. If the people in your house are in need and not being helped, and somebody out in the street has the same need and you go out there and help them, something's out of order. So let me do it on a bigger scale. If 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 you go if the if the government goes and helps another country and the needs in our country are not being addressed, something's out of order. We gotta take care of home first. We gotta make sure the home is on a strong foundation. Because if home falls, everything else around you can fall. So just make just make sure that you have things prioritized and that you're handling things um, in the order that they need to be handled, and that you're taking care of the people around you, family, people that are connected to you. If you're going to help the stranger, you really ought to help the loved one, and that's just the way I see it. Amen. 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 But look, we got into a segment last week, and 
um, we got into a segment last week. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some things going on around me over here. Okay. <laughs> and we were talking about um, big things happen when you do the little things right. Y'all, sometimes you just got to laugh at yourself and keep it moving. Big things happen when you do the little things right. And we went through a whole series of um, went through a whole series of steps that you can take um, when you're working towards a bigger goal, a, a, a big goal, and how you break it down into steps so that the goal doesn't seem so big. We talked about the pink elephant sitting in the room and that you can't just move the big old pink elephant all in one swoop. You got you got some things you got to put in place to get that elephant out of your room. You've heard people say, "Don't try to eat the whole elephant all at once," because you you can't you can't eat an elephant all at once. I mean, I don't know who's trying to eat an elephant, but but if you tried to eat the elephant, you couldn't eat the whole thing in one sitting. You have to do it in bites and in in multiple sessions. So um, we we talked about that, and so we talked about where do you want to be in five years. Why in the world, or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, whatever your goal is, why in the world are you doing this? And then we talked about defining obstacles, right? And then we talked about facing the fear of falling flat on your face and what you will do if things fall apart. Will you pick yourself up and keep it moving or will you just quit? Because if you quit, it would seem it would lead one to believe that uh, that your why, that your step two, the the reason why you were doing it wasn't big enough to get you on the other side of the obstacle. So we talked about um, all of these different things, and then we got into the point where we were talking about organizing the little steps, because the little steps lead you to the big steps. Um, and we talked about the little things that sh- your checklist. Um, um, and so we, where we left off was we were going to talk about trying to put in place a project. And so I want to try to do this in a manner that you can, you're going to have to take a little visual walk with me here. This is when I need to, I guess I need to be live, but. We're going to be all the way live. How's that? So but, so I want you to understand that, that your ability to to focus on the details, we always say the devil is in the details. So your ability to focus on the critical details is key to accomplishing your goals and realizing your big dreams. So you, you, you know, if you've, got, if you've got dream, if you've got a dream, you've got to see the end in your mind. You got you have to see the end in your mind while you're walking your way through it because you got to know where you're going to. So you can't just aimlessly be. That's why it's important to write down your goals because if you got it on paper, you're like, okay, this is the point I'm trying to get to. And when you get there, you got to think, okay, where am I? I need I need another goal, right? So you're never really finished, even when you reach that goal. You want to build on that goal. 
You want to build on what you've achieved and what you've reached. You want to continuously, so you're just going to repeat the the steps and the cycles over and over and over and over to keep building and building and building. So you got to focus on the critical details. And you need to divide the goal into small manageable steps so that they're easy to execute. You know, like Henry Ford, Henry Ford was a master at this because he mass produced a car by breaking down the one big job into little teeny steps. Because you, 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 hear, you hear them talk about the um, um, assembly line, the assembly line. He, you know, he, he had, when they put the car, I don't know if you've ever seen um, on TV or, or, or online or anywhere how they make a car. And it's just so fascinating because they have this assembly line and they do each part and they, and they take it down the assembly line and they, and they work through the process until at the end of it, they have the whole car put together. And, and see, they, they see that car. They already have the design of the car. They know what color the car is going to be. They know if it's a two-door, if it's a four-door. They, they know if it's got a sunroof. They know if it's a convertible. They already know all of this before they get to the end of because before they get to the end of that assembly line because they have to know what parts to send down the to the assembly line to get the car done. You got the windshield wipers. You got the. I mean, you just think about all the different pieces of a car. You you look. We get in the car. We drive the car. But then you got all those pieces that are up under the hood. So they have to take their time and meticulously send each piece down the assembly line to put that car together and get that end result. And that's what you want to do. So each person has each person has an assignment. Each person has has to know their assignment, and each person has to do their assignment in order to make sure that they get that end result at the end of the day. And then they ship that car out, and then we go spend our money and buy that car, and we drive it. We don't even think about all of what they did to put that car together. We just know that we have the end result of the work that they did. Mm. Yes, Lord, it's in the details, it's in the details. So Henry Ford had the vision. He he had the vision to, to to build the car, but he didn't know how to build a car. So he went and found some other people, and he, he pushed his vision. He wrote his plan out. He wrote his vision out, and then he had them executed. And then he got paid. <laughs> Amen. So... You gotta stay focused. I can't say this enough. You gotta stay focused on the simpler steps, or even the problems, one at a time. Don't eat the whole elephant. You gotta do it one at a time, step by step. So when you when you when you zero in on the small steps that lead to your goals, you can you can then establish a systemic approach. Or, or just the right order, like I talked about before. Because if you're on the assembly line and 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 you have an order of when you send the parts down, if you get it out of order or somebody misses putting their part on the assembly line, when you get to the part, get down the the, the, the line a little ways, the car comes out of order. Something's gonna be missing on the car. They can't complete. They can't complete it. They got to come back up the assembly line to get the part that was skipped or missed or whatever the case may have been, or try to get them back in the parts back in order so that they can go on in the order that they're supposed to go on. 
and you would really you don't want to leave us. You don't want them to leave us. You see all the recalls. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. But this, I just had a thought. You see all of the recalls that we've been having on the cars. Something went wrong on the assembly line. Hello. Something wasn't put together right. Something wasn't put together properly. That's a detail that was missed. The details will kill you. The details will bankrupt you. The details will make your product come out defective. So you got to pay attention to the details when you're when you're working towards your goal. And then if you if you if you're doing um small tasks that are clearly defined, it keeps you from becoming so overwhelmed. For instance, I have sometimes you reach a point where you just you feel like you're not getting stuff done because you're thinking about all of the things that you have to do. And you just become overwhelmed. Like a couple of weeks ago I was like, Oh my Lord, what am I I, I just felt like I had taken on too many projects at one time and and really, in actuality, I had taken on too many projects at one time. But you've got to be able to, if you've taken it on, you've got to be able to manage it and work your way through it because your credibility is on the line. You don't, you don't want to be sitting there um, not delivering a product because you took on too much. So, you, so I had to just sit down and prioritize which ones had to get done first. And sometimes, you know, it's easier when you got something that you know you can do fairly quicker. So you've got six things, and it's like, oh, how am I going to get all six of these done in the time i got to get them done? But if you've got a couple of those that are really simple and you can just knock them out, it's sometimes it's better just to knock those out because now you only have four things. So it becomes a little less overwhelming. you just got to know how to prioritize um, prioritize your steps and your and your work and and your and your workload. So listen, step one, specific purpose of the goal. Right? And, and, and Dale Carnegie said, and I think I said this last week, the man who's or woman, right? The man who starts out going nowhere generally gets there. So if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a goal, uh, guess what? You you're not working towards anything, right? So you want to you want to specifically de- define what the purpose of your goal is before you break it down into small steps. Because if your purpose is vague, then when you try to identify the steps, they might too, be too general and incomplete to, to help you out. So I, I want to talk about. I want to talk about a person who had uh, had decided to have a moving sale, uh, and the, the the purpose of the sale was to empty the house of the furniture and all of the items that they didn't want anymore, so that they could make some money, so they could buy the new household items when they got to their new house. So we're gonna break down a little bit um, how how this move has to happen. Uh, so. Make sure that you know what the specific specific pers- purpose is um, supposed to serve to to reach this goal, right? And then you want to go back and redefine it. And, and once you've clearly defined the purpose of the goal, 
then we we can move on to um, working a little bit towards the goal. Step two is uh, what little steps do I need to take to achieve the midterm goal? So now let's focus on some of the little things that we need to do. Um, and we're going to list the steps. The, any steps that you can think of from the easiest steps to the most difficult steps. And listen, don't think that anything is too obvious. If you think it's a step, write it down. Because, again, the obvious is the details. And you don't want to overlook the obvious in the process. Absolutely don't want to um, overlook the obvious. And at this point, I don't want you to worry about if you list the items in order. Just get them on paper. So, so, so we're going to talk about this moving sale that this person was trying to have. And these are little steps to go towards the moving sale. You know, before we do that, though, before I get all, all, in, all, all into this, we're going to have another commercial break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the little steps that were needed for the moving sale. Hi, you're listening to the 50 Plus Radio Show, where the show is always so amazing. Sit back and relax and just enjoy the show. Now, let's get back to the show. Look, before I talk about this moving sale, I, you know, I wanna, I wanna, um, I wanna tell you again to be sure, um, those of you that are listening, to be sure to go to 50 plus, that's five zero plus, the second half magazine. dot com, and um, be sure to check out um, the magazine and, and just look at some of the articles. I promise you, there's something there for everybody. It's a 50 plus. But the, the, the millennials, you all, you can go in there and, and definitely read about health and fitness and wellness and, and the artists. You know, you might need to go. You know what? There's a, there's a music lesson when the artists do their stories. There's always a lesson in there that you can learn. If you're trying to build a business, if you're trying to be a musician, if you're trying to, if you listen to any one of them, the stories that they give, there's always a lesson in their stories. And so I encourage you to go to 50 plus the second half magazine.com and just check out um, and, and just check it out. You won't be disappointed. Okay. So now listen, let's go back. We're going to talk about, so this person was trying to have a sale to generate monies. Um, to generate monies for to purchase the necessities for the new place that he was moving to. And so in his list so he had to he had to he had to do little steps to make the moving sale successful. So so here was his checklist. He had to clean out the closet. He had to decide what goes in the sale. He had to make signs for the sale. Remember, the goal here is to have a successful moving sale. He had to get some help from a friend. He had to take the unsold items to a thrift store because he, you see, he's thinking ahead of time. What happens if I don't sell all of the items? He's going to take them to the thrift store. He had to put up signs in the neighborhood. 
He had to clean the garage. He had to set up display tables. He had to put price tags on the items. He had to organize the merchandise. And then he had to collect the empty boxes. So depending upon what your goal is, the details will vary, but the key thing is to get the get the get the steps written down of all the little things that you can think of. And then after you get a good start on your list, you can keep adding things as as you think of them, right? So now you've got this list. So you've determined what the specific purpose of your goal is. And then you've um determine what little steps you need to take to achieve the goal. And now you're going to ask, in what order do I execute the steps? So we're back at that assembly line, putting that car together. So somebody had to sit down and determine what order the parts were going to go down the assembly line. And guess what? Before they did all of that, they had to determine the little steps involved in building each individual part. Hello? So, so, in what order do I execute the steps? Joseph Wood Crutch says, logic is the art of going wrong with confidence. <laughs> like, I get up to play a song, and I practice it over and over and over and over, and I get up there, and I play, and I know I've made a mistake, but I keep it moving. And in most instances, the audience doesn't even realize that a mistake is. I'm all in my head about the mistake, and they don't even realize that the mistake has been made. So you got to confidently execute the thing that you're trying to execute, even if it just ends up that you make a mistake in the process, because we're human. We're going to make mistakes. We, none of us are perfect. And, the, and even though we, we strive for perfection and we strive for excellence, sometimes things just go wrong, like this evening at the top of the show. We couldn't figure out what in the world was happening. It works every week. But today, something was happening in the digital, technical world out there in Never Never Land somewhere, and we couldn't figure out what it was. And as quickly as it happened, it straightened. But we didn't give up. We didn't quit. We kept moving we, until we got it to the point that we could do the show tonight. And guess what? If something had happened and we couldn't do the show tonight, it would not have been um, – we would prefer that that not happen, but it wouldn't have been the end of the world. We would have gone – reassessed what happened, tried to figure out what the problem was, and moved on to try to make the next show even a better, greater show. So you you got to keep things in perspective when you're working towards your goal because life happens and stuff happens. So you just can't – don't give up when stuff happens. Because it can be very frustrating at times. But you just, you don't give up. You keep it moving and you keep pressing, as the Bible says, you keep pressing towards the mark. Mm. So now that you, now that you know that, now that you know all the steps um, that, that lead to the goal, how do you figure out what order to do them in? And one way to, to figure that out is to do a flow chart. And this is the part where I, I, it's a little visual, but just walk with me because we're going to get there. So you build a flow chart that shows each step in the in the sequence that it should be in, right? And, and and like I just said, because there's usually more than one way to achieve a goal, you can use a combination of 
logical thinking and trial and error error as you're working with this flow chart. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this flow chart for a minute. So by creating the flow chart, you can clearly see the order of all the little steps you need to take to achieve your midterm goal. And you don't need you don't need no fancy computer program. Listen, y'all, let me just tell you. Let me just say this. Here's one of my pet peeves. Let me just I know what you're gonna say. Dr. Ginger, get off your soapbox, but I'm on I'm riding my soapbox. Listen. When I go in the store and I put all my stuff in my basket, in my cart, in my arms, wherever it is, and I get up to the cash register. And they tell me that the computer crashed and they can't ring up my items. I'm looking at them like they got antenna coming out of their head. And it's not even about me having to have the items. It's about the fact that I'm like, for real, you can't take somebody's money and count somebody's money because your computer's not working? Are you serious? Because, you know, back in the day, we didn't have no computer. We had to count the money. We had cash registers. We had to count the money. So you're telling me that the company doesn't have a backup plan so that if the computers come down, they can go down, they can still operate and take the customer's money? You know how much money you're losing because your computer's down? That whole thing doesn't make any kind of sense to me. It's like when you go to the fast food restaurants and their computer is down, they can't order your food because they can't push the picture on the window of the of the screen. You know they do look at pictures, right? They have pictures. They have pictures. And all of what they put in place is wonderful because it makes things move faster. It's a, it's a good plan. But it's poor planning when they don't have a backup plan so that people can they can continue to be in business and generate income because their computer went down. Now, see, that should have been on one of my that's the way I see it because I'm just telling you now that doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me. And somebody's not thinking out of the box uh, or thinking about the bottom line when they put things in place like that and they can't continue moving forward in business when, when, because the computer system goes down. So I got off on a tangent there. Let me pull myself back up. So by creating this flow chart, it's going to be able to give you a visual so that you can see where you need to be going so that you can, you know, exactly um, what you need to do. And so basically what you do is all those steps I just gave you, you just lay them out. Step one, decide what household items to put in the movement sale. That's one box on the chart. The The goal is to have a moving sale to get rid of my furniture and other unwanted household items. But the real goal is is to do that so that I can have monies to purchase the new things I need for my new place. So, so again, you're going to do a flow chart. You're going to draw your box, your squares, and, um, and you're going to get put each one of those, those details that I outlined for you in the box. Now, the benefits of doing all of this, Um, is to clean the house of unwanted items and make enough money to buy new hosts. Okay, so here, let's go back. Let me give it to you you this way. The goal is 
to have a moving sale to get rid of my furniture and other unwanted household items. The benefit of doing that, because there's a benefit, right? The benefit of doing that, I will clean the house of unwanted items and make enough money to buy some new household items for my new place. So you got your goal and you got your benefit of accomplishing your goal. Right? So the next step, step four is approximately how long will it take me to complete each step? Now, this is important because you got to kind of estimate this. And we talked about this last week about not having unreasonable deadlines, not, not, you know, not thinking that you can do something in five minutes that's going to take you five hours. So you really got to kind of look at what it is that you're doing and determine um, approximately how long you think it's going to take you to get it done. And it's really important because sometimes people think that they're capable of doing things in a, in a certain time and then they end up, um, they end up giving up because they're not reaching their goal when they assign the time in their heads. So I want you to, I want you to, not be surprised when everything that you have on your list takes twice as long as you expect it to complete. Even when somebody will tell you that it's easy. Because I might tell you that it's easy, and it might be something I've never done. And it might be easy if you do it in there a lot of time that it's going to take you. Now, sometimes you want to overestimate, underestimate. But if you've got to put together uh, a, a if you've got a table in your house that's still sitting in the box, and in order for you to sell it, you feel like you've got to put it together, You and you open that box, and there's a, because you know sometimes when you buy stuff, it, it says uh, no assembly required, and you open the box, and you wonder who in the world put that label on the box, and there's a million different pieces, and now you didn't look at it, and it said no assembly required, and you've opened the box, and it's a whole bunch of assembly required. But you didn't factor that into into your your estimate of time on your flow sheet. So now it's thrown you way off from the time that you thought it was going to take you to get it done. Now you're all frustrated and you're ready not to have the move and sale because you can't get this one item put together. Um, and my suggestion in that case is put the thing back in the box and sell it as is instead of taking up a whole bunch of your time trying to figure out how to put something together that you're going to sell anyway. Let them buy it in the box. So, you see, you got to think your way through. You know, don't let it make you give up. you got to be able to think about, okay, how am I going to handle this if it doesn't work out the way that I want it, want, want it to happen, if it doesn't work out, if, the, if, if it's not stuff is not getting done in the time that I think it should get done so that I can be ready for this moving sale. Because if you got the goal and you didn't set the date and you didn't invite the people and you didn't, Guess what? You need to have something set up for the moving sale. And remember, you're trying to purchase stuff for your new place. So if you don't do it, it's not going to hurt the people. It's going to hurt you because you're not going to accomplish that goal. And then the next thing you know, you'll be talking about I'm not moving when you know that you need to be moving. So just make sure that you put those little steps together. Excuse me. So you got to focus on, because you're going to be focusing on all of the little pieces of the puzzle. 
But at the same time, you're going to see, you're going to see the big picture. You know, maybe you need to, you know, people do, um, they do boards, they do dream boards, right? You, maybe you might want to put, put it up on a, up on the refrigerator so the, the the big dream end result is up on the refrigerator or it's, it's up on your mirror in the bathroom or someplace right in your face so that you can always see it to keep you moving, to keep you thinking about your goal, to to keep you um to keep you in the game. Just to keep you in the game. So so you when you have a problem you gotta sit down and think about what the problem is, what the solution is. Right, and then you got to work your way through the solution so that you can accomplish the goal that you're trying to accomplish. Now, let me let me just share this with you, and, and I just want you to remember that big things happen when you do the little things right. Just remember that it's the little things. Don't think about trying to do it all at one time. It's the little things, and that moving sale. You can take that moving sale that I just shared with you and apply those steps to everything that you have to do. I remember my very first concert I had, and I was like, how in the world? Am I, I don't know what I'm doing. How am I going to do this? And I just sat down and I thought about all the things that I needed. I needed the place. I needed the date. I needed the musicians. I needed the, I, I needed the music that I was going to do. I needed, and I, put it, I laid it all out on, on, on paper, and I worked through it step by step by step. And as I went, yeah, there were some things I had to add. There were some things that I had to take away. But at the end of the day, by the time the date, by the time the concert, the day of the concert, um, everything had fallen into place, even down to the people showing up to come see the concert. And so you got to put the steps in to get the end result. It's not going to happen through osmosis, and it's not going to happen if you don't do it the right way. Or it can happen, but you're not going to get the successful results that you you wanted to get in that process. So 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 here here's this. When I was a little girl, my father used to go buy um, these jigsaw puzzles, two and three thousand pieces. Get a piece of cardboard, lay the cardboard out, and we'd get at the table and sit there and put the puzzle together, put the puzzle together, together. And we did so many puzzles that my mother said, if you bring another puzzle in this house, I'm going to hurt you. Well, you know, that went in one ear and out the other. But we put those puzzle pieces together, and then, you know, it's on the cardboard, and we take it and slide it under the bed. So we had this whole stack of puzzles under the bed. But the point I'm trying to make is this. And he opened the box, and he dumped out the pieces. It could look overwhelming because it was so many pieces. But as we continued to do them, eventually it got to the point that it didn't matter how many pieces it was, because I knew that we could finish it because we had finished them before. That first one, I was like, we will never get this done. But I knew that we could finish it because we had done it before. So what am I saying? Anything you practice, 
over and 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 over becomes second nature to you. You just got to know how to put the pieces together. And if you don't know how to put the pieces together, then do like Henry Ford and find some people around you that know how to do it that can help you put the pieces together. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, but just remember that big things happen when you sit down and you think about it and you do the little things the right way. Big things happen when you do the little things right. So I just want to, again, I want to, I want to thank PAB Magazine. I, I want to thank 50 Plus, the second half magazine, and um, for all that they do, I I, I just want you to um, continue to keep keep them in prayer. Continue to um, to continue to seek their product because it's an awesome product, and and just continue to pray for all of the other producers and make sure you go check out my boy Darius, the Professor Wise Wise Words with Darius at ten o'clock on Saturday mornings. And I want to thank you for listening to a Pinch of Ginger Radio Talk Show. And until next Tuesday, I want you to stay blessed. Good night and God bless you. This show was brought to you by the 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Thank you for stopping by, and we hope you will tune in next week. Good night.